Good morning. It's a tea kind of day. If I were taking a video of this and posting it online, you would see that I am sitting here on my floor drinking a cup of tea. I love the vibes right now. It's so cozy. I love it. I'm recording this in the morning and today we're going to be talking about how to build a morning routine for the autumn season, things I've changed in my routine, etc. So I don't know. It's going to be, it's cute. It's fun. It's, I love it. I love that right as I start recording, everyone decides to start driving right by my window. <laughs> it's a little bit loud. I hope it doesn't pick up in the microphone, but if it does, I apologize. I need to find a better recording space, but I don't know. It's just really cozy to do it in my room with all of my plants behind me. If you are on Instagram, Go follow the Unoya Wellness Podcast right now. I'll link it in the description. I just started the account. Um, I have my personal account, but I've never actually had an account for the podcast, and we are at 99 followers right now. So be that 100th follow, please. I, I beg of you. <laughs> um, no, but I, I have been really posting a lot of behind the scenes things, a lot of background information there, and I really enjoy it. So as we're sitting here on the floor of my room with my cup of tea and a diffuser going in the background, I wanted to talk about the morning routines and how I have changed my morning routine during this season and how I think that October is a lovely and perfect season to start thinking about changing your routine. So I have a little bit of an outline on my computer here and the first thing that I wrote down and was talking about is the fact that during this season I have started trying to build a morning routine starting the night before. So a night routine and a morning routine, they go together. Um, and doing my night routine makes my morning routine better. I will say in the last week, I have definitely slacked on this a little bit, but I'm hoping to get back into things and get back into the little routine. I feel like the last week was just a week of rest. I really needed some rest. So I took it and there were a few things that, oh, hey, I could have worked on this. I could have worked on that, but I allowed myself to really just sit and do nothing for a week and it was lovely. But now I'm getting back into that routine and one of the things that I'm trying to do is something as simple as maybe drinking tea the night before, calming myself down before it's actually bedtime. The last few days I've been really <laughs> on my phone right before bed and right away when I wake up. And I don't really want to do that anymore. So I I had my phone next to me or like under my pillow recently because maybe like a month ago, I was having a lot of bad dreams. It happens like every few months, I just randomly start getting bad dreams. And one of the things that helped me not get bad dreams was if I was listening to music while I was asleep. Um, I guess it just kept my brain busy. So that means that I ended up having my phone next to me all the time. And it was helpful in the moment because I needed it, but I no longer need my phone next to me anymore. But I got into that habit 
and I'm working on getting out of that. So right now, my big focus has been to not be on my phone right before bed or right in the morning and instead be doing things like taking melatonin or something to help me sleep if I've been not if I haven't been sleeping well or if I just want something a little bit extra and then drinking tea and starting to kind of calm down and wind down a little bit around like 7 30 or 8 um if you know me I'm an old grandma I love to go to bed early my bedtime is nine o'clock well I would like to be in bed at nine o'clock. That usually doesn't happen, but it is very rare that I am in bed later than 10 or 10.30. Not the typical college student, I know, but yeah, I've been, I've been working on that. It's been really helpful the days that I have been able to do that. And then also things like planning out my outfit the day before. I love wearing things that make me feel me. I love wearing things that make me feel comfortable, but sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and it just doesn't feel right no matter what I wear. So picking out an outfit beforehand the night before is actually really helpful because then in the morning I don't have to think about it. I just put it on and then I'm like, wait, yeah, this is cozy. This is comfy. I like it. Um, so that's what I've been trying to do before bed and then yoga if I feel like it or have time. But I try and keep my yoga mat either out or next to me so that when I wake up, I have it right there because in the morning, my morning routine has been to wake up at around 6.30 or 7 every morning. This is not something that you have to do. I hate how often we see people online being like, oh my god, yeah, I get up at 4 a.m. every morning. I get up at 6.30 every morning. Like, okay, yeah, that's great for you, but that doesn't mean it works for everyone. For me, I do my best work in the morning. I do my best focusing in the morning. So I like to get up early so that I'm able to do that. I know other people who do their best work at night. To me, that seems ridiculous because I could never do that. But to other people, getting up in the morning seems ridiculous. So it does not matter what someone else does. It matters what you do. If you work better at night, then stay up later and get up later. That's okay. That's amazing. I am the opposite where I go to bed early even when everyone else is still out and doing things and I get some FOMO from it, but I go to bed early and I wake up early and I really value that morning time. So whatever works best for you is important to actually stay consistent with it. I think the the biggest thing is not about what time you go to bed. It's about how much sleep you get and if your sleep routine is consistent. So like, oh, I go to bed at 9.30 one day and then 1 a.m. the next day, like that's going to be unhealthy. But if I go to bed at 1 a.m. every night or every morning or whatever, <laughs> and then I wake up at the same time every morning, okay, well, then you're still getting a consistent amount of sleep. So, I mean, if that's what your body wants, then great. That's awesome. So, for me, the best work that I do is early in the morning. And I have found that if I don't get up early in the morning to an alarm, I feel drowsy all day, even if I end up getting more sleep because I didn't wake up to an alarm. So, for me, lately, this will change but lately I have been getting up at around 6.30 or 7 every morning to an alarm that helps me kind of be like, okay, we're up, we're starting the day type of thing. If I lay in bed for too long, it's just, it's not good for me. I, I wish it was because I would love to lay in bed all day, but I, 
I can't. It's just not, it's not good for me at all. So I get up early. I have my yoga mat already out. I move my body a little bit. Sometimes I'll look on Pinterest if I didn't pick out an outfit the night before and can't decide what to wear. It's a bad habit. I'm working on it. Um, And yeah, I just move my body, take it slow depending on what time my first class is and allow myself to kind of just relax and rest. And then I start getting ready for the day. I start getting dressed. I start washing my face, doing my hair. And it's nice. That's my routine. Honestly, it's pretty basic. It's pretty simple. I I make some breakfast. I read I sit and watch a show. I, you know, whatever, whatever feels right for the day. Um, and that's what my routine has been lately. And that's why I do value waking up early because I am able to have that routine. But it all is just depending on what works best for you for your schedule. And for me, that is what I have found to work best for me. So that's a little bit of my routine. But what are my suggestions for just making a routine? in general, like making a routine, period. Like how do you how do you do it? There are so many things when I go online and I just I'm constantly seeing people being like, oh here's how you make a routine. Here's how you make this routine. Here's how you make that one. And all of them are like hours long. And I'm like, I'm I'm happy for you if you can spend five hours on a morning routine, but I can't. I'd have to wake up at like midnight <laughs> to have five hours to work on a morning routine because I I just, I can't do that. Also, I feel like I just lose so much of my day, which I, that maybe that's just me, but that's my opinion on it. And I think it all boils down to, I just, I, as someone who does have a platform and as someone who does share my words on here, I know that I contribute to this, but my hope and my goal is to not contribute to it as much. And anything that I say in these podcast episodes is all me. It's all what works best for me. But at no point in time am I saying that this is how you have to be. And I think a lot of the times when we see influencers or people in line showing their routine, showing their lifestyle, everything like that, we we fall into a lot of comparison. And I don't want anyone to ever fall into that comparison with me because I am just a normal human being who has a ridiculously messy life and just lives with it. And that's kind of what we all are. But in the end, I know that no matter what I do, I'm not going to be able to stop the comparison completely, but I hope that I'm doing more good than bad, if that makes sense. It's it's a battle that I struggle with. At like, how do I present myself in a way that is helping people and showing that this is the authentic me, this is the real me, and my life is messy while also sharing what I really enjoy that sometimes could be something that people deal with a lot of comparison. For example, I'm a photographer. So the photos that I post often look great, like I'm flawless or like I just, you know, but that's because it's a camera that makes it that way. Like that was a whole tangent, but just please know that I, in everything that I say, I'm just saying, my own personal experience and everyone is different. I don't want people to be the same as me. I'm not saying, hey, you need to go out and you need to wake up at 6.30. You need to have all of these things. No, I am saying this is what works for me and what has worked for me to actually build a routine is 
to focus on mind, body, and soul. Ultimately, I think that is what it all boils down to. You can look at all of the routines and if they're actually like every routine that you find online of like, this is the perfect morning routine, this is the perfect, you know, all of them, if it if you look at them and they are actually truly being posted for your well-being and not just for trying to gain popularity or gain likes or followers or market a brand or something, I feel like all of them boil down to mind, body, and soul. And I I just, that's what I have found, at least in my life. So for example, my routine is I wake up in the morning, I am trying not to go on my phone as much. I have, I do yoga and I rest and I eat my breakfast and get ready for the day. Simple routine. The only extra thing that I'm kind of adding in there is trying not to be on my phone and doing yoga. And trying not to be on my phone is for my mind. That is a habit that I am trying to build for my mind. And doing yoga is for my body. And honestly, it's kind of like a meditation thing, so it is for my mind. And ultimately, I feel like yoga itself has mind, body, soul in all of it. If you're doing it in a meditative way and just moving your body in the morning is something that just personally fills my soul. It just makes me feel so good. So right there, I have mind, body, soul in my routine even though it's just one or two steps that I've added. So I don't think it's about having a 500-step morning routine, which just ends up stressing me out. I think it's about having a routine that works for you and something that really empowers you. And for me, that's yoga. For other people, it might be meditating. For other people, it might be sitting down and watching a show or reading or having a healthy breakfast, take care of your body, things like that. And it's just... I think it ultimately boils down to that. One of the things that I've done in the past in order to try and build a routine is asking myself a few different questions. I have them written down on my computer here. So they say, the first question, in a moment where you felt happy, how did it feel? Did you truly feel like you were living? What made you feel that way? Um, What habits were there that made you do that? So for example, one of the things might be Were you living for someone else or were you living for yourself? And that right there is a mindset and a habit and a bunch of different things. So I'm not sure if I'm making sense here, but basically in a moment where you felt like, okay, life is good. In a moment where you felt the best, what were the habits that were surrounding you in the moment? What were the mindsets that were surrounding you? What was your internal state like? And then trying to recreate that in something as simple as a morning routine. So one of the moments where I felt the greatest in my life was when I was sick, dealing with a lot of illnesses, and I started doing more yoga and doing more meditation and spending time with myself. And that was, I mean, it's just simple. It's, okay, yoga is a habit right there. Um... I was surrounded by myself, taking care of myself, things like that. So I was like, hmm, okay, that's when I felt the most me. How can I build that into my life now? Well, maybe I should start doing yoga in the mornings. Maybe I should start doing yoga every morning, uh, every day. And 
it helped. So looking back at moments where like, when is it that you have felt the best in your life and what habits can you take from that moment and build into this moment? And it's not like it's going to make it perfect. Maybe the habit didn't actually have anything to do with it, but I think it's the intention of placing it there and the intention of understanding yourself and bettering yourself to me has always been super important. So in actually doing a morning routine, I feel like a morning routine is important because I feel like it's the foundation for your day. At least for me, that is how it is. If I don't do my morning routine, I don't feel the greatest the rest of the day. And my morning routine, even though half of the time I don't actually want to do it, I'm like, great, I just woke up, I'm tired, I don't feel like doing yoga right now. I don't want to do my morning routine, I just want to sit and sleep longer. It's it's a battle I have every single morning, you guys, every morning. But ultimately, I know that it does make me feel better. So I get up, I do it, I force myself. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm happy I did that. So finding something that you actually enjoy that also has benefits for you. And that could be something as simple as making a healthy breakfast or having tea. Tea is amazing. I'm going to take a sip of it now. Okay, I'm back from my tea break. So ultimately, I feel like those are the important things. I feel like that's what's really been important to me. And having a, a goal and something where you can build into, hey, this is last time I felt really good. This is a habit I had. Let me build that in. And then seeing, okay, does this routine fit my mind, body, and soul? Or does it at least fit two of those things? You don't need 500 steps to a morning routine. You don't need even three. You you can have something as simple as you wake up and exercise. You wake up and read a few pages of your book. It can be something as simple as that, but having the intention and building a habit and starting off your day in a good way. Honestly, sometimes my morning routine is as simple as waking up and making my bed every morning. Like sometimes that is all that I am able to do. And that's okay because if you just have a goal or an intention to set for the morning, I feel like that is really important right there. So that's a little bit more about my morning routine, how I've been changing it for the fall season and for the winter because especially in the winter, seasonal depressive disorder is real. And I struggle with the way that my mental health changes in the winter. And so these are the things that I have been really focusing on to try and build myself up and prepare myself for a season of hibernation, a season of winter, and enjoying it. So if you haven't gone and followed the Instagram account for behind the scenes content, um, updates on everything, and just to get to know me a little bit better, go ahead and do that right now. Again, I have the link in the description box. Actually, pause it right now and like go press follow. I'll enjoy that. I love making new friends. And then once you've done that, um, next week we're going to have, actually, no, sorry, on Thursday, Friday, I got my days mixed up. It'll be Friday. It'll be Friday. You guys, don't worry. It's Friday. Um, We're going to have an episode on enjoying and embracing the fall and winter season, how we can do that, how we can battle the changes in emotions. And that is all going to be based on the concept of Huga and a few other words that are similar to it. I'm really excited to talk about it. So if you don't know what Hyuga is, stay tuned for next episode and I'll see you then.